and we're live. Welcome back to the Slutpreneur podcast where you will hear stories from successful sluts. Happy spooky season, everyone. It is October 22nd. We are recording today. We, I mean myself. I'm happy to be back. Took a little week-long break and In that week, I have been jotting down a ton of social media tips. And before we get into this episode, I totally flaked on last week's episode, the How to Sell Your Panties podcast. I wrote down an important, crucial piece of information in regards to shipping your dirty knickers out. So I wanted to quickly tell you, and you could do this when you're shipping anything, honestly. Whenever you're printing a label from home, Let's say you're sending it to a John Doe as the address. For the return address, you can put the exact same address that John Doe has. So it's to John from John, essentially. So this will protect your privacy when you are mailing out things and prevent any creepers from having your real address. So I think that's super important. I totally forgot to mention that last time, so I wanted to mention that. And I had a ton of DMs asking me about what websites are safe to use. Now, at the beginning of the episode, I did mention that I want and encourage you to do your research when you're doing this type of thing. It shouldn't be a cakewalk for anyone. You really need to have this experience under your belt in order to grow and understand how to do it. Um, I think I gave a lot of great advice, so use that, but also do your own research. You can look up reviews for different websites. Um, You can try them all at once and see what you like best, but if you are interested in personal mentorship by me, whether you're wanting to sell your panties or grow your business, all the links to have a session with me will be in the description of this episode. I wanted to do an episode that would be useful for everyone, whether you're a slut or not, whether you're successful or not. This podcast is for you. That is if you're on social media. Now, At the end of the day, followers and likes, all that stuff makes us feel really good, but I feel like it's super important if you're a business or a brand that capitalizes and pays your bills off of the internet, like myself. So it's really important to continue to grow and engage with your audience in order to keep your cash flow going. Now, at the same time, Instagram, social media, it keeps fucking changing. It's really irritating. I know we all have felt the effects of it, some of us more than others, but I think what's more important is how you adapt to this change. As we learn together how to jump through these hoops and over these hurdles, I have some concrete advice that I really truly think is going to help any type of account you have. I want to start off by saying collectively all of my Instagram and Facebook accounts together lean upwards to 1 million followers, so I am a firm believer that whatever I've been doing has been working. I do want to disclose that at the same time, I could give you all the perfect advice how to grow your account, but if you aren't authentic, if you aren't original, it will be really difficult to increase your engagement. I think a lot of the best and most engaging accounts that I personally follow on Instagram are hands down unique when it comes to that wow factor. They're just doing something totally different. So if you 
do play by the rules and essentially do something that's not you, it's not going to work out. I want you to listen to this, but also put your own spin onto it to how it might work best for you. Now, I wish Instagram was full of butterflies and rainbows, but unfortunately, the people who run the shit show have a clear problem with clearly stating their community guidelines. Um, So I've had a lot of posts removed. I've had my accounts shadow banned before, unshadow banned. I've even had one account get a photo posting ban and I couldn't post for exactly seven days due to hashtags that I put in my caption. So amongst the tips I want to give you to grow, I want to provide you with some experiences that I've had and prevent you from going through the heartache I've gone through because we all know without our ability to promote to our customers and fans, it can really affect our income too. So the shit's kind of important. And not only that, but Instagram is doing everything to make sex workers disappear, whether they are shadow banning them, deactivating their accounts, It's just one of a million reasons that we need to help and educate each other so we can stand together and make our voices loud and clear. And it's funny, a lot of people I run into personally ask me for advice on how to get more followers because they either know I have a lot of followers or when I introduce myself to someone every now and then we follow each other on Instagram and they're like, oh my god, what are you doing? I need help. Like, what can you, you know, they're searching for this golden rule, but that's the thing. There isn't one. And with the way things are changing, you could have millions of followers on Instagram, but if they're not engaging with your account, your account isn't going to grow. And with the way things are looking, a lot of these smaller influencers actually have higher engagement because at the end of the day, it's all a numbers game. If you have 10 followers that are all engaging with you, that's 100% engagement. If you seriously had a million followers, but only 100,000 were engaging with your account, that's only 10% of your following. And Instagram is going to basically reiterate that the account with only 10 followers is going to receive higher engagement and is going to put their post at the top of their followers feed just for that reason. So things can kind of get complicated. So I'm going to try to keep some of this information um, brief and not too complex, but if you enjoy these tips, I can follow up on another episode to go in further depth if you feel like that you are getting some higher engagement because of it. So let's talk about organic growth. How do we get these motherfuckers to engage with us? How do we get them to find us? How do we keep them sticking around for the long haul? I want to start with your Instagram name. What is it? Is it catchy? Is it memorable? Is it weird? Is it boring? Is it just your name? Is it your business? Uh, is it a alias you've made up? What makes it interesting? I personally believe that I follow accounts that have really concrete names that are rock solid that are straight to the point as to what they do or add some type of heightened curiosity that makes me want to click on their name. So does your Instagram name have an underscore in it, a period, stretched out letters or random numbers at the end? That's all gotta go. No one's gonna remember Savannah Edwards 5253 underscore 674. No, you want the account 
this is Savannah. Something that is solid and that doesn't have any characters that you would have to explain to someone when they're asking you what their ins- what your Instagram name is. I think this is really important when you're branding too. I've always suggested that if you have a website that all of your socials were the exact same across the board. It just makes this a lot easier when you're explaining to people what your handles are. If every handle on every social media account was different, no no one's going to have the patience to follow all of them. But if it's the same thing, it just makes that person's life simpler. And I think we all crave simplicity. I know it can be difficult when the name you want isn't found on Instagram, but get creative, even if it has the word the in front of it or something. Just think about it. Ask your friends, uh, but make it unique. Uh, let's scroll on some people I'm following and let's see what names stick out to me the most. Um, here's one of my friends. Um, my friend Cassie Joe. Her name is OMG, it's Cassie Joe. You know, I'm sure Cassie Joe was taken and I like the enthusiasm in her Instagram name. Um, I like the acronym OMG, it's exciting. Let's see. My friend Kamimi, uh, her Instagram is Kamimi is dope. But again, I like the how she phrases her name because when you go to her account, you're already assuming she's dope and it's more it gives her this likable quality. All right. Um, my friend Shauna, her name is It's Shauna Lynn. So if Shauna Lynn was taken, just throw a It's in front of it. And it's clearly stating that it's her. I don't know about adding official in your name, like uh, John Doe official. It just doesn't roll off the tongue well. And I feel like a blue check mark is much more official. Um, so this girl's name is Tay Poles. She's a pole dancer. So I like the use of the adjective. Um, it doesn't roll off the tongue that well. It's kind of hard to say, but if it was like, Tay dances or Tay runs, you know, if you're an athlete, I think using verbiage like that is really cool. Uh, the other day I created a new like aesthetic account, just posting some fun products. Um, and I named the account dildos, pipes, and knives, because that's what the account, uh, is. <laughs> it's straight to the point. And it's, you know, if you read the word dildo, it's exciting. <laughs> My friends, uh, Nasty Girls Club. Great Instagram name. I love adding club to something. If you're a shop, it is kind of difficult when you put shop in front of your name because when someone is searching for you, they could get distracted by other shops. It's just going to make it a lot harder to find your store uh, in the search engine because so many other shops have that in front of them. So avoid that if you can. Cross Stitch Cult. That's a cross stitching store. Um, I like the the how they use the C's. Hello Tanya. You know this person's name is Tanya. I like how they added hello in front of it. That's nice. Um, I was on Instagram Live earlier. I was making up Instagram names like Rainbow Noodles or um, Flying Pizzas in the Sky. Like anything that's absurd is good. <laughs> 
So after you've decided on your name, I'd like you to actually go to your edit profile page of your account. And there's a part where you can enter your name. This is the part that is in bold in your profile. Now, generally, you would just put your name. But if you are, um, if you have a business or say you are a personal trainer or you grow plants, whatever it is, if you put your occupation as well, like put a little slash symbol after your name and put entrepreneur, um, sex therapist, Whatever it is that you do, when people are utilizing the search engine, if they type in therapist or uh, workout trainer, those terms that they're searching are going to link up to the terms that you have put in your name, and it's going to increase the opportunity of your account to come up higher in the algorithm under that search engine. So this is just an added opportunity for people to find you, and I don't think you know, you should utilize as much space in your bio as you can to work to your advantage. So whatever terms that cater to you, put those terms in that name section to kind of describe what it is that you do or what your account is about. Um, Even if you want to put free hugs here or it's just hard to say. It's different for every account. So the new Instagram algorithm is constructed clearly on engagement. The higher people are interacting with you is going to dictate where your photo pops up in their timeline. I think it's really important to respond and engage to your comments within about 10 minutes after you post. This is going to help with your engagement. So even if someone is tagging a friend in your comment section, drop a little heart emoji back to them, but respond to everyone. You want to turn those five comments into 10 comments. More comments under your picture means a better engagement percentage for you. So comments, likes, views, shares, saves, whether people are sending your post to someone else, all of these things factor into this algorithm. Think about the pages you spend a lot of time on, the pages that you are scrolling all the way down to their first post. Don't you notice that these pages tend to pop up first in your feed a lot? Look at the top five story posts on your Instagram homepage. Those are most likely the pages that you spend the most time on. So you want people to spend time on your page in order to get your page at the top of their feeds. The idea is to keep people interacting and looking at your pages and posts for as long as you can hold their attention. Obviously, posting great content will do this, but there are some more hacks and tricks to also engage them. We want to suck them suckers in. (laughs) One of the ways you can engage people in commenting is by taking advantage of your caption and using it as a question. You probably have seen this by a lot of big influencers. They'll post themselves on the beach and then their caption will be, what's your favorite food or something ridiculous. Different questions will obviously instigate different reactions. What kind of reaction do you want from your audience? Keep this in mind when you're asking them questions. Maybe it's close to Halloween and you post a spooky picture. I would consider writing, what's your favorite horror movie? I'm about to watch so-and-so. Anything like that. 
and respond to these comments when they come in. You know, what was your favorite part about that movie? Or, oh, I, I watched that one. I loved it. But if you could turn one of these comments into a DM to have someone further engage and communicate with you, this could lead to a lifelong fan or customer. So we're already talking about captions. We might as well talk about hashtags. I think hashtags can be a little overrated, but also underrated. I think no one really knows how to use them. And when we do try to use them, they just don't work. So here's the thing. If you're copying and pasting hashtags, you need to stop, okay? The more you copy and paste the same hashtags, Instagram's basically going to think you're a spam bot and is going to put you lower in the algorithm and hide your posts from your followers because it thinks that you are simply spamming them with who knows what. I want you to hand type out your captions as much as they pertain to your photo. Let's say you post your outfit. Instead of hashtagging OOTD, why not hashtag festival fashion OOTD? I want you to get really specific and really particular with these hashtags. If you're using a hashtag that a million people have used, like OOTD, your picture is going to filter so low into that large amount of hashtags, no one's going to see it. It's basically just going to wash away, and that's a waste of a hashtag. So if you try typing out some hashtags in your next caption, you will see that Instagram automatically creates some hashtag recommendations. And right next to that hashtag, it will show you the number of uses that it's been used on Instagram. So this is a great way to kind of dictate which hashtags you want to use and also deciding based on how many times it's been used. I want you to use hashtags that have between a thousand to a hundred thousand uses so that you're much more of a big fish in a smaller pond. If you are a fitness trainer and you're using hashtags like fitness and motivation, I want you to think a little harder, dig a little deeper and do things like moto, um, my favorite ab workout or leg workout for beginners. Just get really specific Find hashtags that are really relevant to your audience, things that you would search for if you were trying to find a picture like the one you were posting. Honestly, about 6 to 14 hashtags is a really is a is a good amount to post. If you post too many hashtags, Instagram doesn't like that. It's going to lower your chances of getting high up in the algorithm. So using good hashtags and getting likes and engagement, that's all great. But what's really more important is knowing what hashtags not to use. Because if you use a hashtag that Instagram deems inappropriate or unacceptable, it's going to shut you down. And that's more crucial than anything because some of us, we need our socials to survive. And I have been in a place, and this has happened twice to me, where I have used the hashtags slut, horny, stoner, weed, sex, dildo, um, any word that you think would be questionable to Instagram, any word that's between PG-13 and rated X, I would not use. And I have tested this theory. Uh, The second time it happened to me, I had this feeling in my stomach when I hashtagged dildo meme, I'm sorry, dildo meme. (laughs) So once I hit post, I saw that 
the photo was trying to load and it just would not and I tried to post another picture with no caption and the photo would not post and I wrote down the time this happened and it wasn't until seven days later that Instagram allowed me to post pictures again. Basically, bad behavior could lead to a suspension, but I definitely don't recommend using naughty hashtags because if you do it too much, they could deem you as violating their guidelines and just delete your account entirely. There are some other no-nos that I really want you to pay attention to if you run a business, and this is in regards to the caption on your photos. Most likely, when you are posting a product, you want to tell your customers to come purchase it, and the link is in your description. That's kind of a simple way to put it, but the more you encourage your users to get out of Instagram, Instagram is more likely to lower your post in your followers feed. So there are a few ways to get around this and you can kind of test this theory, but by simply using the term link in bio or link in description, it could even just be the term link. Instagram is going to lower it in the feed. If you even use terms like shop, new arrivals, um, Anything that has to do with a store, you know, it could even be the word purchase or sale. Instagram's bots are going to know this and they're going to lower it in your followers' feeds. And this really sucks. So you kind of have to get creative. Um, instead of um, using the word link, you could use an exclamation point for the, the letter I, if that makes sense. Uh, sometimes at the bottom of a picture, I'll put a little magnifying glass emoji with the product name. I'll put that in the caption to let the customers know how to search for this project in our store. Um, sometimes I will put our Instagram account name in the caption with fingers pointing to our name, encouraging the user to go to our profile because Instagram encourages that. They just don't want to encourage people to X out of the app to go elsewhere. So this is why Instagram has been promoting shoppable pins and promoting your posts because they don't want you to organically do it. So you can take advantage of the shoppable pins. You can Google how to, do, to connect your store um, with Facebook and to do that because they want their users to shop within Instagram. They want these brands to pay them for ads. So that's kind of something to think about when you are writing these captions, uh, which terms are going to lower your post value on the feed. A lot of people I know tell me that the paid ads they are running on Instagram aren't really showing a return for them. And I notice that a lot of the times we choose to promote to the recommended audience that Instagram pushes us to use, but I would suggest creating your own audience to promote to. And it's really simple. Just go to your insights and see exactly where your followers are coming from. Just looking at my page, I see that the majority of my followers are 18 to 25. They're in New York and California and they are female. So I'm going to make an audience that is that exactly. And then it's going to target more of the pool of people that are more likely to shop and view my website and Instagram profile anyways. So I would recommend doing that with ads. Now I want to go back into 
how to follow certain hashtags on Instagram in order to really precisely market and communicate to people that are a lot more likely to follow you back. So here's a few examples how to do that. So let's say you're a dog rescuer and your account is all about your shelter and rescuing dogs and finding homes for them. There could be hashtags like um, save this dog or pitbull rescue or um, adopt your animals, hashtags that really pertain to your account. You can follow these hashtags so that photos that are being tagged with that hashtag will come up in your feed. And this is a really great opportunity to comment on those photos and engage with other people in essence, to lead them back to you. So if there were other shelters or other people rescuing dogs, you can engage with them and say, hey, this is a great photo. Come check out my page. I think you'd like it. And it's really specific engagement, but those accounts using that hashtag that pertains to you, you're much more likely to have that person come back and follow you. This leads me into mass following. It's kind of a touchy subject because it can block certain actions on your account. So you have to be really careful with how you use this. But if you're, again, that dog rescuer account, say there's a shelter um, in another state or something that you really admire and you feel like their followers would definitely follow you. So go to their account go and see who's following them and you could follow 10 or 20 of their followers at a time a few times a day and they're much more likely to follow you back if they see that you're following them and you're also a dog shelter account which is something they're already that you know that they're interested in this is kind of like going up and knocking on someone's door um it's not as annoying as it would be in real life, but it's kind of like, hey, I'm here. Here's a nudge. And I think you and me both know that we're always kind of interested in seeing who's following us. And we're a lot more likely to follow them back just based on that versus us actually finding them on our own. You know, it's in our DNA to desire to connect with other people. So I think when we're talking about this engagement, a lot of it just comes down to just simply reaching out. So if you think mass following is going to work for you, this is what you need to know. Per hour, you can only perform 60 actions. That's what Instagram says. So I believe they're talking about following and unfollowing actions. So every hour you could follow 60 new accounts. So think about that. That's an opportunity to follow... 60 times 24 hours in a day, that's an opportunity to follow almost 1,400 new people a day. So if just a tenth of those people follow you back, that's a potential 140 followers every single day. So if you have the time or say you would bug your hubby to do this for you or something, you could literally uh, go find an account, um, even a competitor account, someone that you think that their customers would like your shop too, or anything along those lines, just talk to those customers, comment on their pictures, send them a DM, say, hey, I think you'd like my shop. Here's 10% off that never expires. Anything like that, you know, take the matter into your hands, reach out to people. If people aren't finding you, then try a little harder. (laughs) 
I know it sucks, but I'm telling you, persistence will happen. If you focus too much on the numbers, it's going to get to your head. You have to let this happen organically. And we can all smell bullshit from a mile away. So when you're interacting with people, just be genuine and comment on their photos like you're actually looking at them and you're interested. And I promise you, you will see results. So a fun little hack that I didn't know until yesterday is about alt text. You're probably like, what the fuck is that? Well, when you're going to post a photo on Instagram, there is a link at the very bottom under the sharing area that says advanced settings. I honestly have never clicked this and I did and it shows an alt text area. This is text you can input terms, keywords, sentences, whatever it may be to explain what your photo is about. So I'm pretty sure the alt text helps users who have visual or hearing impairments to help explain what the photo is about, but this is also an opportunity to increase your engagement and to help uh, put the algorithm towards your advantage. Whatever tags are specific to your photo, it's going to tell Instagram exactly who to engage that photo with, which will inevitably help increase your following. If you don't do this, Instagram is just going to guess what's in your photo. And we all know that Instagram isn't that great at doing its job. So take advantage of this, whatever business you're in, and it will really help get your photos to reach the niche market that you that you want to engage with your account. Adding information in this alt text will also help um, will also help your photo show up when people are searching for these things that you are typing in that area. Now let's get really real about how often we should be posting every day. The more I talk to people, the more I feel like people are scared to post on their Instagram. You know, one, they're scared of what people will think. Uh, I think everyone kind of has the underlying stress about judgment, but Secondly, if you're running a business, I want you to listen to this, okay? Based on my experience, there's no wrong when it comes to posting too much. There is so much content on the internet. You have a better chance of finding new followers and making and and leading them to sales if you post more often. It's pretty much a game to get you at the top of the feed on every social media platform. There was a time where I did feel like if I posted too much that I was losing followers, but I wasn't really accounting for all of the new followers that I was gaining. Think about it this way. You could lose 10 followers that are never going to make a purchase from you, never engage with you, but just by making that extra post, you end up gaining one or two followers that comment on all your pictures and one of them spends $500 on your website. Remember, it's quality over quantity. That's what this whole engagement thing is about. That's why Instagram changed because they want accounts to show up that are actually engaging with their followers and vice versa. So even if you make it to the million followers you want, you still got to keep up with all the work of maintaining that engagement. So think about that. Um, so, you know, I run between five and 10 accounts on Instagram and I do my best to at least post once on them every day, but the accounts that have the most activity, 
hear me out, I post three to nine times a day. And the reason I do this is because it directly correlates with my sales. If I post three times a day versus nine times a day, I'm only going to make about 30% of the potential income that I can make that day. On the days that I post nine really quality photos, that is a banging day for me. And Honestly, I don't have the energy, the time, or the resources to do that every day, and I don't want to spread myself too thin either, but that's based on my own experience. So if you're hesitant about it, like, what do you have to lose? Just give it a shot. Let me know how it works for you, and if you are drastically losing followers, you know, pull back, but to be honest, like, those people don't need to stick around anyways. You know, you want your fans to support you, and at this day and age, people are following thousands and thousands of people, so the more you post, the more you have a chance of them even seeing you, and with this fucking algorithm, it's like, you know, um, it's like pulling teeth, but hey, remember, treat yourself. If you work really hard and you see a great return, definitely take time to celebrate. That's something that I didn't do as much as I should have. IG stories and IGTV are becoming bigger by the moment. I think we all know that people are using IG stories more often than posting on Instagram. There are so many new features that Instagram is increasingly offering to us to help us engage with our following. If you aren't taking advantage of Instagram stories, then you have fallen behind, but I'm here to help you. Don't worry. Realistically, if you're trying to increase your following and engagement, you should be posting on your story a couple times a day. There are options such as the poll, the questions, music, gifts, locations, mentions, um, swipe up links, So many things to get people to take action on your story. The more people that are tapping and tuning into your stories, the better your engagement is going to look. Remember, better the engagement, better chances of your posts coming up first for your following. I believe the swipe up feature comes when you have 10,000 followers. So if you didn't know that, that's when that comes along great for those who have a business. But let's say you wake up and you take a picture of your cup of coffee. Maybe you could ask your audience a question. What do you prefer, coffee or tea? You know, as silly as it may be, people love tapping yes or no questions. So there's also the question feature. You know, maybe once a week you could do a Q&A and just ask your followers, hey, ask me anything. Um, Or if you're having an issue, for example, if you need a new shampoo, you could ask your followers, say, hey, what's your favorite shampoo? I'm looking to try a new one for curly hair. Uh, But people love helping other people and it makes them feel good. So ask them questions to engage with you. Anything you add to your story that can lead your followers back to your page is going to inevitably have your followers spending more time on your page, which is what you want. So when you do post a new photo on Instagram, I highly encourage you to go to your story and say, hey guys, come check out my new post because you're probably not going to see it on your timeline. Uh, You might see a lot of people posting the picture of what they just posted, but they'll put a big scribble over it to kind of disguise what the post is about. Sometimes I like to post my photos in black and white on my story and say, hey, come to my page to see this photo in color. So get creative, 
but think of ideas to get people to click on your account. Giveaways are obviously super, super, super engaging. People will follow and share in order to receive something for free. So get on your story and tell people about the giveaway you're doing on your page. If you are a brand, this is something you should be taking advantage of every day. If you have a new product, ask your followers what you should name it. Tell them that whoever chooses the name that you like best, they'll get the product for free or they'll get a gift card. One of my most engaging captions is posting uh, weird, <laughs> like really weird pictures or memes and saying, hey, caption this. Random comment is going to get a $10 gift card. It literally costs you only $10 and you're going to get hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of comments and engagement, which will lead to even more sales that will make up for that $10 you put out. Another interesting giveaway I like to do on Instagram when I'm giving away products is to tell my followers to comment a word letter by letter and they have to comment it without anyone interrupting them. So the word might be... Um, trying to think of one that's not too long. You don't want to do a word that's too long because then it can block the customer from commenting further and you don't want to do that. So let's just say the word um, pink. It's four letters. That's good. So they have to comment P and then I and then N and then K and no other commenters can interrupt them and that enters them to win the giveaway. So this helps people comment four times instead of one and so on. So this is going to increase your engagement and help more people see you. You can even go a step further and say, if you share this post to your story, it will double your chances of winning or count as a second entry. So then all of a sudden that customer of yours is sharing your work to all of their followers Free marketing like that is priceless. Take advantage of it while we have it. Get creative with that stuff. I swear to God, giveaways are the way to the top. Give back and it will return to you exponentially. Tell people to tag their friends. Tell people to tag five of their friends and whoever, whatever winner you choose, the friends they tag will also receive a gift card. You know, have everybody win. We're all winners. To those who just have personal accounts and say you just post random stuff about your life and your day-to-day, -day, but you're wondering or and maybe you feel like you have some room for improvement. Well, this is just some quick advice as to how to make your picture pop a little bit better and to have people spend more time looking at the photos you're posting. I feel like we scroll on Instagram so much that it really takes something that has a lot of wow factor to get us to stop and stare for another second or two. Our attention spans are just way more shorter than what they used to be. So in my case, with my brands and my accounts, I always say the more color, the better, the more contrast, the more pop, you know, something that's going to make someone's jaw drop. And whenever my customers post pictures and share and tag us, I usually only repost the pictures that have this wow factor. And I really encourage my customers to say, hey, instead of taking a photo in a dark room, you know, get out in front of some sunlight, go find a colorful wall, 
you know, doing something as simple as having better lighting or a better background behind you can make all the difference in a photo. The biggest thing that has helped my engagement and gain a large following is by having personality, whether it's in the photo or in the caption. Sometimes I like to use my personal account as kind of like a diary or a blog. If I've had a bad day or had a weird encounter, I like talking about it and engaging with my followers and really being honest and building this trust and community with my fans. Being relatable is about the most important thing you can do with all the fake fuckery that's on Instagram. Be the person that's honest and raw. People relate and love the truth. Um, When we were going through a hurricane, I was breaking out like crazy and not trying to take pictures for the gram. But, you know, I did have a picture in my phone of my skin and I was like, wow, looking back at that picture, I was like, dude, that just shows how stressed out I was. And I ended up posting the picture like, whoops, this is what stress does to me. And people were DMing me like, wow, you had so much courage to post that. It makes me not feel so bad about my acne. Like little things like that that I didn't even think about. And now I'm at the point where I post like for other people. Like sometimes I post because I just want other people to feel good. Um, I think a lot of you who know me personally know about the crying video I posted before I decided to um, start treatment for my mental health. And It is one of the most engaging videos on my account because it's real and it just shows a side of me that people, you know, they see and they're like, wow, she's a real person and or, oh, I relate to that or, oh, I want to know more about this. You know, it starts a spark and a fire in people when you're honest and it just it makes you stand out because everyone's not everyone, but there's just a lot of fake stuff going on and unrealistic standards. So if there's something unique about you, use it to your advantage. If you are a writer or a poet, why don't you get on live in the morning and read some of your poetry? Same goes for singers or musicians. If you're into yoga, make it a challenge to post one yoga pose every day and try to get your followers to join you. You know, people get inspired when they can see that you're doing what you love. They respond to that. If you're only giving 50%, people are going to keep scrolling. So use your captions to start conversations, cultivate strong connections, and start relationships with your followers. I've kept it a point across 10 accounts to respond to every DM I receive. Even if it takes me a week to get back to them, I want people to know who follow me that they're important because they are. Every time someone takes a chance on me, I'm grateful for that. And I want them to know that. Whether someone's in your DMs asking you where you got your shoes, whatever it is, you know, take the time to respond to them and it's only going to make them love and appreciate you even more and follow you longer and maybe tell all their friends about you. So what do you guys think of these tips? Um, I would love for you to try them and let me know how they worked out for you. This has kind of gotten me out of my rut and has my brain going of how I can push my brand a little bit more. As cliche as having a large following is, if you are a slutchpreneur, I think these tips can really help build your brand and really help change your entire life. 
you know, a lot of people aren't going to college because they can make money on the internet now these days. And it's a market that we may not have forever. Social media is changing. There's going to be new platforms soon. And you just have to take advantage of this opportunity before it slips right away through our fingers. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I did start a TikTok. TikTok is the one of the craziest places online right now. Um, I personally think TikTok could be the new Instagram, which is kind of scary. So if you're not on it, go ahead and create an account. The content you can find on TikTok is even more engaging than Instagram. Um, Perez Hilton was talking about this on his podcast, how happy and engaging TikTok is. When I'm scrolling through it, I'm laughing, I'm smiling, I'm cringing, but I'm feeling a whole lot better than I do when I'm on Instagram. So I think that has a lot to say for it. So check out TikTok. That's the last piece of advice I have. Um, I love you guys so much. Let me know what you want to hear next. I'm going to bring some more guests on soon. Got lots of ideas stirring up. And thank you again for joining me on this journey of who knows who knows what. <laughs> but we're here, right? Thanks for listening, guys. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye. By the way, this is a reminder that this podcast is completely free and I don't get paid for it. So if there's one little thing you could do for me, just leave a five-star review. That's all. Pretty please. Thanks. <laughs> so do you want to hit me up? Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Shoot me a DM if you'd like to be next week's guest. If you have something to share with the world that you think the Slutrepreneur podcast is the perfect place to do it, um, you know what to do. Hit me up. Uh, that's about it. No sponsors today. No fucking ads. None of that bullshit. All right. I got to get back to the grind, but I do want to leave you with this one quote to take into your day. It may relate to your personal life, but it also might relate to business or the fuckery of social media and how we have to continue to play by the rules. You can't always change the direction of the wind, but you can adjust the sails. You will reach your destination, you guys, and just believe in yourself. I know it's difficult when you are a solo entrepreneur. I mean, fuck, it's just difficult to be human sometimes. But anyways, this is a safe place for you. So thank you for being here. I'll see you guys later. I love you. Bye. Throw it. Throw it.